0: Welcome to another episode of the Battleground Podcast. Good morning, um, good afternoon, good evening, depending on what time you're listening, thank you for joining us along this fun little journey that we love to do every week for you guys where we get to sit down and we talk wrestling and we, we pretty much just call it like we see it. We tell you our opinion of the current product and we don't hold anything back and we let it all just hang out there. And on today's episode, we got a good one for you because, you know, Friday night, the... WWE draft took place. A lot of things had us scratching our head. A lot of things were making us think, what the hell just happened? So we're doing that on today's episode. We're breaking down everything from the Friday night SmackDown Raw draft, what we liked, what we didn't like, and uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff is going down on the show. We also announced who won our contest for our autograph memorabilia that we have for my personal stash, an autograph Becky Lynch and an autograph Daniel Bryan. Uh, memorabilia but uh, yeah we're gonna do it all on the show today but before we get into the show I want to talk to you about our sponsors Manscaped you know autumn is in the air and Manscaped is here to ensure you don't carve your pumpkins when you're grooming by pumpkins we actually mean your boys downstairs you know what I'm talking about in fact Manscaped they're on a mission to change the way you approach caring for your balls and great news they just released their products in the UK Canada and Australia so here's the deal I've told you my story about manscaping. We've all had these stories before. Very bad. But let's not forget about it's the best trimmer for your butt, balls, and body. And that trimmer is the Lawnmower 3.0. Offers a replaceable ceramic blade with advanced skin-safe technology, which helps reduce grooming accidents. Their new Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer uses the same skin-safe technology when you're trimming those delicate nose hairs of yours. I mean, you've done that before. You're trimming your nose. You can pretty much pull your brain out. Not anymore with the new Weed Whacker. They also have the Crop Care Kit, which includes the Crop Preserver. It's a ball deodorant. Everyone knows pumpkin spice lattes and ball deodorant go hand-in-hand, right? It's like the perfect combination. There's also the Crop Cleanser. It's a body wash, a full body wash you can also use on your hair. There is the Crop Mop Ball Wipes, because you never know when an opportunity strikes, so you should always be prepared. Boy Scout motto, right? Right. Plus, you don't want to stink when you sit around at Thanksgiving dinner because we all have been there where you're like, is that me or is that Uncle George? Yeah, anyways, um, if you suffer from stink foot, um, you stand on your feet all day, then I've got the perfect product for you. There is the Foot Duster. It's a foot deodorant. It's a free gift. The cooling tea tree oil offers a pleasant experience for the stankiest feet and allows you to take your shoes off in confidence. Of course, there is the Manscaped Reed find cologne. It's the cost-effective way to smell clean and fresh for your date. This is literally my go-to cologne that I wear every day, and it's the best in the world. The crop cleanser, hair, and body wash was designed with aloe vera and sea salt to leave your skin clean, fresh, moisturized, and re-vinaigrated. It's a big word. I went to community college. Please forgive me. Now, these formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraffin Free, so you know your manhood is in good hands. So you can get 20% off right now, plus free shipping at manscaped.com. All I got to use is use the code BATTLEGROUND at checkout. Yeah. You can get 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com with the code BATTLEGROUND. I'll tell you that again. 20% off and free shipping. Just got to use the code BATTLEGROUND at checkout. Go to manscaped.com. Make your balls a priority this fall. And visit our friends at manscaped.com. Remember once again, code, battleground at checkouts. Now, are you ready? Let's get into the show. Here we go, battleground. Oh, you didn't know you've entered the battleground. Oh yeah! Live from the Parts Unknown Studios. This is the Battleground Podcast. Your place for all things pro wrestling. From the independent scene to WWE, AEW, ROH, NWA, and Impact Wrestling. Hot topics, as well as interviews with some of the biggest names in the game. The Battleground Podcast starts now! Yes. Here are your hosts! Yes. Welcome to the Battleground!
1: Oh, it's true! Yeah. Battle and Eli! Yes!
0: Woo! Welcome to another episode of the Battleground Podcast, your weekly podcast for all things professional wrestling. And today's episode, what are we going to talk about, guys? By the way, uh, the bell of the brawl, Elena, joins us. Hattie <laughs> And my tag team partner, the mouth of the South. That's what we're going to call him. Eli.
2: <laughs> I feel like I talk less than anyone. So that, I don't know if the nickname applies.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of stuff has happened. We're getting uh, the band back together. So we're doing this again. Uh, Eli was out last week because he was feeling a little under the weather. So let's just go ahead and ask us. Are you feeling better, Eli?
2: Um, I am feeling better. Um, I'm still banged up. So, but... I'm good enough to sit here and talk, so
0: well, we are glad that you are feeling better. We are glad to have you back on the show. and uh, we're talking about the WWE draft today. a lot of stuff that we all kind of like what the hell just happened? But before we get into that discussion, we do got to address a couple of things. Over on our Instagram, which, by the way, if you do not follow us, please go do that. It is Battleground Podcast on Instagram. Just search Battleground Podcast and you'll find us. We did a contest where we were giving away stuff from the personal stash. Uh, We had an autographed Daniel Bryan action figure, WWE elite figure. And we had a signed Becky Lynch thing. And uh, let's see if I can cue up a drum roll. Do I have a drum roll? No, I don't have a drum roll. There we go. Let's just do it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we are announcing the winner. Congratulations to... Hot Pants Midnight. Hot Pants Midnight. You are our winner. Congratulations. Woo-hoo. Yeah, that's not the song that I wanted to play, but it is what it is. I don't know why that I'm played. I was I was hoping that it this shows how professional we are. I was hoping it was this, you know. But uh Congratulations like meme, to Hot Pants Midnight on uh, winning our contest. And of course, make sure you're following us on Instagram Battleground Podcast. Uh, we're going to be doing some more contests. We'll message you here shortly and we'll get some information from you and uh, we'll send that out to you. But let's talk about the WWE draft. It took place Monday or Friday night. Um, A lot of things have changed since the last draft. I remember last year they made it seem like it was a legit big thing because it was the first night on Fox, and they had Troy Aikman and Joe Buck and, like, the Fox robot from Fox uh, NFL Sunday. And, like, they made it a big deal, and this year it was just kind of like, eh, Stephanie's going to call the picks.
2: Yeah, I I like that approach better. I think um, last year's was um, a little much.
0: And it, it was very interesting with uh, who they went with the number one pick. And you look at last year's draft and, you know, the number one picks weren't there. So let's let's kind of just dive right into this. So with the number one pick, and here's what I don't understand, is why does Raw always get the number one pick? Like, I get, I, I'm, is, is it just because of the flagship's mm-hmm. brand? I mean, let's be honest. SmackDown's putting out a better product than Raw at the moment.
2: Yeah, I think it's just the whole it's it's a longer show kind of a deal so yeah i guess that's why they get more picks and maybe that's why they get the first pick but well uh,
0: they're definitely gonna you, need it.
1: when you think about it raw's been around longer right
2: uh-huh. yeah like draws war <laughs> 20 uh 25
1: uh 24 years sounds yeah mm-hmm 24 years. so maybe that's it
2: yeah, I don't remember. Um, yeah, I think SmackDown was like 99 or 2000. So, Raw's like 10 years older. than First it.
0: episode, January 11th, 1993, was the first episode of Raw. So, t-
2: 27 years.
0: There we go. But, uh, yeah. So, Raw gets the number one pick, which no shocker, they go with Drew McIntyre and then SmackDown has Roman Reigns. So, is their number one pick. No surprise there, right?
1: Right. Nah. Nah.
0: I yeah, would have liked yeah. to see them throw not a curveball.
1: Yeah. Um, not surprising, but also not very exciting <laughs> to me. Yeah.
2: Like, that's okay. probably the best way to say
1: it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, it
0: wasn't, there wasn't anything too exciting. Like, yeah, I, I wish that they would throw a curveball and be like, with the number one pick, WWE Raw selects Humberto. Like, just throw yeah. something <laughs> random out there, because we yeah. all know that your your champions are going to stay on the brand. Yes. So why not just throw something random out there? Like the number one pick with Raw, we select Corey Graves doing commentary.
1: I, I mean, <laughs> throw you know, why something. Don't they ever do the commentators? Come on.
0: I mean, what wasn't it last year? Though the commentators were available in the draft.
1: I don't know. I've I
2: block th- out so many memories. Of I think because it was
0: like that was last year when they did that hodgepodge. It was like Jerry Lawler and two unknown guys on Raw, and then they mm-hmm. moved Corey Graves and, and it was Corey, Renee, and Michael Cole to SmackDown. I don't know, but it, it, so yeah, so so your first round draft picks. Raw gets Drew McIntyre, Oscar, and the Hurt Business, and then SmackDown gets. Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins in the first round, which, I, and I told this to Eli the other night. The, the thing that's weird is, so Raw's like, we select the hurt business, so you get four people with one pick. Right?
1: Yeah. Like, how I know is a lot that of fair? people are talking about that with like the new day. Like, why did they have to be separated? Sorry if you haven't watched or heard this <laughs> Yeah. Yet, if you don't we'll have to internet, access, we'll get to that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I know we've talked about it before, but there's been a long rumored uh, Big E push, singles push, and um, I think a lot of people just assumed that would happen with the New Day, kind of like Kofi last year. You know, he he never really left the New Day; he just was doing single stuff. So I think that's what everyone thought was going to happen, but it does not appear to be that way. So
0: I wonder if you know. Big E is going to get like maybe new music and new like attire. Ring gear,
2: probably because he had different stuff in NXT, and then I think right when he started on the main roster too, when he was because he
0: had that he had he was like what was he Dolph Ziggler and AJ's bodyguard or like just muscle Yeah, guy. AJ Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so yeah, so the hurt business you get four people with one pick, and I don't think SmackDown got a a third pick for the first round, which no, they they get
2: two picks and Raw gets three because of the length of the show.
0: So so that was an interesting thing and I was just like okay the hurt business you got four top tier guys could be top tiers I mean MVP has brought back and resurged all those guys careers
2: Yeah I mean I'm glad that they're kind of getting acknowledged because they've been some of the best stuff on TV since they formed this group and they're rumored to be the kind of the new nation of domination and they went this direction instead and I think it's I like it just as well as if they had done
0: it as the nation, so. Right. And, you know, Seth Rollins being on SmackDown, which is the, I guess this is what the first time that he's ever been
1: uh-huh. a SmackDown yeah, roster? First, yeah, first time. And I guess tomorrow night we'll see him uh, bid farewell to Raw. So then we'll have our SmackDown savior. Yes, <laughs> the Friday night
0: messiah. That's what he is. Um, yes.
1: But the, the thing that
0: when I saw that Seth was going to SmackDown, I was like, Oh God. And I told this to Eli. I was like, I really don't want to see Seth and Roman for an umpteenth thousand time. Um, but Eli made uh, a very, yeah. a, a very good point of what could happen with Seth and Roman. Um,
1: let's hear <laughs> I, was, I didn't know if you wanted me to say <laughs> See, this is
2: how um, professional
0: we are on this podcast. We just get on here and talk.
2: Um, yeah, I, I mean, I could see him, uh, kind of joining up with Roman. Um, There's rumors of maybe a new faction forming with, like, Roman and the Usos, which should have happened, like, three years ago, to be honest with you. But um, I can kind of see Seth, you know, aligning with them and kind of doing this, like, a dark shield kind of thing, you know. Um, Mm. Because, I don't know. I mean, they're both heels right now. I just don't see them Mm -hmm. turning them in either one of them at the moment so or maybe they just stay away from each other which was also a good plan
0: especially after hmm. we after we've waited so long for heel roman you, you mm-hmm. can't just make him go face yes and uh I, I when i told when eli said that i told him i was like well what if they do like how they're building this samoan dynasty right what if seth rollins yeah. is like the messiah for like the medicine man the the, the whatever in the samoan dynasty crew. Like, you have Roman Reigns as the chief, and then Seth Rollins is, like, the spiritual leader kind of thing. I don't know. But, I mean, that's just a stretch. But, you know, after we saw Seth going to SmackDown, uh, I know that when I, in texting Eli, he's like, well, AJ's going to Raw. And sure enough, (laughs) with the number two, with the second round pick, first pick, AJ Styles goes to Raw. They also snag Naomi and Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, SmackDown gets Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, which I'm pretty stoked about Bianca going to SmackDown.
1: Yeah, me too. And I mean, I guess wondering if that means that uh, Street Profits will be making their way that way to the blue brand. Um, but yeah, I'm, I love Bianca so much, so I'm excited what she'll do Um On SmackDown.
0: And these promos they've been putting out for her are phenomenal just to go show. And WWE kind of likes to keep, you know, married couples together when it comes to shows. Even though that these shows are now in the same, you know, venue. It's not the end of the world. Um, But WWE tries to keep couples together just to make sure that they're good.
1: Um, Yeah.
2: And with SmackDown winning the... Or New Day winning the SmackDown titles and going to Raw... I mean, you can only assume that the street profits are going to take the raw titles to SmackDown or drop them Monday and then get drafted Uh, or something. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, the rumors are uh, Vince has big plans to push Bianca Belair and they've just been taking their time with it, which is kind of aggravating because she got called up, I guess, right after WrestleMania, but she hasn't really done anything. Um, There is a rumor that uh, Naomi may join the heart business, Which,
0: I'm all for that if it happens. Yeah, that would be incredible. Especially with, like, the fact that Naomi was trending on Twitter, like, because she didn't even put anything out, and, you know, the WWE Universe was, like, wanting her to get pushed, and, you know, they just kind of squashed it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. and the other thing that I, I thought about was okay. So Raw gets the smack, or the Raw gets the women's tag team champions. But wasn't that when they created that title? Wasn't it supposed to be defended on both brands when they first did it? I believe.
2: Yeah, when um, uh, Bailey and Sasha won them, they said that they would defend defend them on all. Uh, shows and they did pop up on NXT, but I don't think they actually fought on NXT. But since then, I mean, it's kind of an afterthought. I mean, honestly, after the Iconics dropped it, like I, I, I've pretty much forgot about those titles. I mean, until I just saw this list and it says Nia and Shano and then the C beside it. I was like, oh yeah, they're the, they're the tag champs. So kind of, kind of bummed. Uh, they're not really they don't really focus on those titles. Like I think a lot of people thought they would. So, you know,
1: kind yeah. Yeah. Plus like the, the women's tag team division is not like booming no. for WWE and, <laughs> and like Naya and Shayna is just such a strange combo yeah. for me.
2: And it's, it's, it's the thing that I've talked about numerous times and I hate, but the, the, just the, the random tag team pairings, you know, the, the two, um, you know the two uh it, it was kind of like what they did with pete dunn and matt riddle you know like two just completely different personalities and somehow they make it work and boom they're the, the champs and and you knew that mm-hmm. you know they're going to turn on each other at some point and it's just ah uh, yep i just I don't i don't know it's just i've always hated that you know even going back to You know, the WrestleMania I went to, it was Braun Strowman, and he picked that kid, and they beat the bar. They
1: beat Cesaro
2: (laughs) and Sheamus. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, I mean, Cesaro and Sheamus were incredible as the bar, and to lose to Mm -hmm. a non-tag team wrestler and a 10-year-old kid is just like, (laughs) why don't you just like piss in their Cheerios while
0: you're at it? That was one of those ones, let's throw shit against the wall and see what sticks and make a WrestleMania moment.
2: Yeah. So when people ask me about my WrestleMania experience, like, Oh, it wasn't that great. I'll be honest. I'm a 10 year old kid. Won a world title.
1: (laughs) Unless you're the 10 year old kid. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's going to coast on that for at least the next eight years. So. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's going to be his pickup line. Like, I know that there's a country artist. It's like he uses oh, yeah. this one song that he wrote that made it really, really big. And he's like, I remember back in the day, he'd be like, hey, I wrote this song. So that kid's going to be like, hey, I want to title at WrestleMania. Check it mm-hmm. out on the WWE Network. And we can, you know, WWE Network and chill <sighs> later.
2: Um, <laughs> I just don't know how that got pitched. I mean, did the ref go to Vince? Like, Vince, can my kid, son right? win this belt yeah. with Braun Strowman? Please, please,
1: <laughs> please. like, I,
2: please, bro, please. I, like I just, or, or did Vince come up with a, Hey, Hey ref, you got a kid. Fuck it. He's winning the belt with Braun. Like, I just don't, I don't understand what chain of events happened to get to that point. Like so. I, I
0: would get it if it's like a make a wish thing, but it's like, no. I mean, that that still just mind boggles me. It's like, let's just pick this random kid, even though it was we find out later that it's the ref's kids. like, Vince has tons of grandkids. Fuck it, throw one of them in there.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, you know, we drove whatever, 12 hours, whatever it was down there, and, you know, Friday and Saturday were incredible, and then we get to WrestleMania. And it's just like, wow, this was a, I, I, I could have skipped this. I could have saved all this money and just not gone to this event and still had a, a better time than <laughs> if I had. So
0: But you did get to do other stuff there, so it made the oh, weekend yeah. better. Uh yeah. ain't that right, Champ? Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> 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 uh, That's so <the> Right Champ. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: so One of my
2: favorites. we we move <laughs> <That's> on. is to- <laughs> Mr. Aldous to me now. Excuse me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we move on to round three of the draft, and Raw selects Ricochet, Mandy Rose, the Miz, and Morrison. And earlier in the show, when Seth Rollins got drafted to SmackDown, I was like, I even texted Ela. I was like, Yes, finally, we're done with this stupid storyline with with <coughs> Seth Rollins and Buddy and the Mysterios. And then SmackDown comes in, it's like we select Jay Uso and Ray and Dominic Mysterio, and I was like. Fuck, man like i'm so (laughs) tired i am so tired of this storyline like it is driving me crazy
2: yeah they they get in this like rerun mode where they they normally you know like somebody um yeah you know like whatever uh seth has the title and then he drops it to Roman, and then the next pay-per-view they have the rematch, and then the next Mm pay-per-view they have the Hell in the Cell match, and then the next pay-per-view they have the uh, you know, they they have like a hundred matches, you know, and then that's not even including all the matches they do on the house shows leading up to the pay-per-views. Exactly. And it's just like, oh my god, I just, I don't know. They've always, there was one year, it seemed like this might be back like 2012, 2013, 2014, something like that. But it seems like John Cena and Randy Orton were the headliners for like seven of the pay-per-views that year. Like they just beat that thing to death. And I don't know. I mean, evidently Vince is, um, um, he's a, he's a fan of, uh, Dominic's sister, and I don't even know her name because <laughs> I haven't been watching it. So Creepy old man, right? Is it yeah. Aaliyah? I think Aalia so. I think
1: that's right. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, uh, he just he just sees like star potential in her, so. Um, uh, I don't think it's going away. <laughs> I don't think they're just going to do it Why? on side.
0: What makes things even creepier is it's like, you know, that Vince is back there in the gorilla position when they're doing commentary, and he's like, make sure they know she's 19. Hammer it in there that she's 19 and Buddy Murphy's in his 30s. She's 19. And that was all they kept saying was like, she's 19. I was like, bro, we get it. She's 19 oh god don't make it creepier than it already is that buddy murphy's like sliding in her
2: dms
1: yeah Ugh. well and it's
2: just like i just uh, you know they they talk about like um you know the attitude error and and how you know it changed the business but like looking back on it it hasn't especially aged well there was a lot of especially concerning women, Uh, you know, with the bra and panty matches and the jello matches and, (laughs) you know, the crap with Trish and Vince. And I mean, just there was a lot of just not good stuff. Um, And, um, you know, it seems like your average fan has gotten to the point where. You know, it's not like they don't want storylines at all, but they just—they're more interested in good matches. You know, and I think that's why AEW was created, and I think that's why they're doing so well. And, um, you know, they continue to do this crap. Like, who wants to see this? Like, I, I didn't even—I didn't even know Ray Mysterio had a daughter to begin with. And two, you know, Murphy has like clawed his way out of the gutter to get to a spot. Just for them Mm -hmm. to be like, okay, now you're going to do this like romance thing with a 19 year old. Like, I wouldn't want to, I don't even want to talk to a 19 year old, much less like freaking try to, you know, I I don't know.
1: Yeah. And like, why would anyone agree to that? Like, especially Ray. (laughs) Like, why? It's like, let
0: me just put my daughter out there in this weird storyline and then just be like, Buddy Murphy is like, make Buddy Murphy's going to make her drink the Kool Aid and she's going to be like, (laughs) You know, part of the Messiah crew and she's gonna give her life to God and, you know, have thirty thousand kids. I don't know, but yeah, it just it's it's, really weird. I just want this storyline to be over with. Like I just need it to be done. I really thought that, you know, with with Dominic being so good in the ring after a handful of matches, I was like, Yeah, they're gonna keep him on raw. But then it's like, nope, nope, nope. SmackDown's getting not only Seth Rollins, and of course, yeah. we find out later, I, I guess on maybe Talking Smack or whatever, that Buddy Murphy's going to SmackDown, too. So I was like, I, I can't do this storyline anymore. Like, SmackDown has like, some of the banging best... banging
1: my head in my keyboard right yes. now. Yes.
0: <laughs> and SmackDown has some of the best storylines going right now. And now you bring on this shit again. And I'm just like, I don't want this anymore. As a wrestling fan, being upfront and honest, I don't want any more Seth Buddy ray and dominic like give dominic something else yeah. let dominic be dominic let him spread his wings exactly. and fly
1: exactly and maybe that's uh how they're trying to get Aaliyah to break into the scene i guess maybe she's doing the same thing but hopefully they can make it through this storyline <laughs> yeah
2: it's it's uh it's annoying
0: um, but another cool thing, though, that happened in the third round, so, of course, Ricochet goes to Raw, Morrison's on Raw, and Ricochet sends out the thing of, like, now how are we going to make this happen, Morrison and, and and Ricochet? And as most people know, if you've watched Lucha Underground, you knew that they had a big uh, storyline in Lucha Underground as King Puma and Johnny, what was he, Johnny... Le- uh, Johnny Mundo. Yes. He a
2: Prince Puma, actually. Prince Puma,
0: sorry. Um, it's okay. You were just fucking wrong. So. Yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm out of it at the moment, so uh, please forgive he me. He
2: did shoot down rumors, though. Like, I guess some people were... Not only talking about that, but they're also talking about like, why don't you bring back Prince Puma? And he's like, no, dog, that's not happening. So, um, I think we, I think we'll probably still get the match, but it's, it'll, you know, which the surprising thing to me is just with all the rumors about Ricochet for him to be picked third on Raw was, or the third round, you know, uh, was pretty surprising. Maybe that's that uh, contract
0: negotiation talks.
2: I guess so, because mm. um, I think his is up in January. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah. Um, yeah, anyways. So,
0: so moving on to the fourth round, and I actually have an audio clip of this one, but um, the, the thing that shocked everybody, of course, was the New Day. And, well, here's the audio from that, that draft, and I felt so bad for Xavier, so I'm going to play the audio for you guys.
1: The first
2: pick of the last round, Monday Night Raw selects the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Kofi Kingston and whoa, whoa, whoa. Xavier Woods. Wait a minute. That, 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 that means the SmackDown Tag Team titles go to Monday night.
0: This is, night just keeps getting more unfair. What? We didn't say E's name. Say
2: E's name. Say E's name. The emotion. second pick, SmackDown selects Big E.
0: Like, you could just hear the emotion in, in Xavier of, like, what about E? And I, that. For, for them to be together for so long and then splitting up. Like, we've all wanted it to get split up, but now it's kind of like, oh, it kind of hurts a little.
1: Yeah, and uh, especially with Xavier just, you know, coming back on the scene for this to happen. But, you know, we saw early in the night Big E uh, win against Sheamus, and, man, that was a match.
0: Jeez, Yeah, yeah it was. Bro um but yeah so new day gets split up and you know this is where it's a it's an okay for it to split up because you didn't want you still want them to remain faces so you didn't want big e to turn on you know kofi and xavier and do a whole shield route again kind of thing um and xavier talked about it he was like he wants Big E to have all he wants everybody to have all the titles um, you can go back and listen to that show when Xavier was on our show talking about it. But, I mean, he's all for Big E getting the spotlight and the big push. And this is this is the thing. If, if big E is getting his singles run on SmackDown. I wouldn't be surprised if you can go ahead and mark this because we're recording this show on Sunday. It is Sunday, October 11th, 1142 a.m. Mark this. Big E will win the Royal Rumble next year.
2: It's not a bad prediction.
0: I like it. So I think that's going to happen mm.
2: Um, and then you like Vince, there's a lot of meat in that ring. So, (laughs) um, so then, or did he say beef? I think he said beef, beef in that ring. Good old Vince with the weird,
0: the weird, uh, captions. Um, but raw also picked up Dana Brooke and Angel Garza and then SmackDown picked up Otis, which split up heavy machinery, which I was very surprised that they did that.
2: Um, I'll comment. Um, I think Dana broken Mandy Rose is going to be a good tag team. Um, for some reason it keeps, I keep visualizing fit and fab. Like, I think that's, that would be a cool <laughs> name. Cause they're both freaking mm-hmm, brick houses, exact. you know? And, yeah. Um, shout out
0: Camille. Shut up,
2: Camille. As far as uh, heavy machinery, I mean, in my mind, they've been broken up already. I mean, like they they kind of moved on to Otis, and he won Money in the Bank, and he was quote unquote dating Mandy. Well, Tucker was I, hurt I, for most of that too, so he he did he did have the injury, but I think he was cleared like I want to say like August. He
0: was yeah, I don't know. the times that I that I got into the Thunderdome. He was wrestling in those early matches like the main event the dart match whatever you want to run it
2: on superstars and yeah. Stuff. yeah so tucker so was like wrestling. they pretty like I, I mean honestly it got to a point during the summer i had to google who was the other guy in heavy machinery i was just like all i hear about is otis this otis this, otis this. he won the money in the bank blah 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 wasn't there another dude uh, i mean i literally had to google it because i forgot so yeah in my mind that that one wasn't really that surprising just because they've kind of put all the focus on otis so um But now it's. That's my
0: two cents. Now, and I think we talked about this. It's like, okay, what happens now? Because Otis is the money in the bank, you know, winner, and he's got the contract. And Otis kept saying, I'm going to (laughs) cash it in for the tag team titles. I'm going to do this. Let's be honest. Like, as much as I love Otis because me being a big guy and Otis is representing for all of us big guys across the world, I don't know if Otis is heavyweight champion material just yet. No.
1: No, and I mean I did see that, you know, they were using this like to give him his big push before he even cashes in on his uh contract. So maybe after that. But I don't know. I, I agree though. I and
0: you know, I, I think there there's gotta be something and I remember talking about this, like he's gonna end up I have a feeling that Otis is going to lose the contract, whether it be, I think Eli had mentioned that Otis loses it during this legal thing with Miz, or maybe Otis puts it up Mm. in a match and be like, I'm going to put my, you know, money in the bank contract up right now. If you win, you can have it kind of thing. Um,
2: When somebody said, too, like, I guess they had a screenshot of the contract and it was from, like, 2016 or 2017. So they're going to be like... Well, that's, it's voided anyway. It's an old con, you know, I think they're, I don't know. I think when it happened, they're like, yeah, screw it. Let's just let him have it, see what happens. And then they're kind of rolling with like, yeah, this might have been the wrong choice. You know, so like, I don't know. Um, I mean, now that they've split them up, I, yeah, I mean, I don't see him cashing it in and winning the world title. I mean, he's not going to beat. Drew McIntyre, fucking, uh, they're not gonna let him beat Roman. <laughs> Hell forever, no. So as much as I love <laughs> Otis, <laughs> that ain't never happening. Like I'm, if, <laughs> Otis, if
0: you're listening to this, I love you, but that I'm sorry. Just being completely honest and in my opinion. Um, so finally, the fifth and final round for the night, you had Humberto, Drew Gulak, and Tucker going to Raw, and then SmackDown got Murphy and Kalisto. And I was like, that got it. Thanks, Murphy. You could have been the saving grace that we never had to see that again, which we've already talked about. But you go to SmackDown. Congrats to Drew Gulak, especially somebody that didn't he get let go during the the Black Wednesday, and then they brought him back.
2: I don't know. I I, I hadn't um, seen or heard his name in a long time, so um, you know the fact that he got named on the first first night was pretty surprising.
0: Yeah, and the, you know. You, also happening that night on SmackDown, of course, the world was shocked the fact that Lars Sullivan returned, um, but now, you know, he didn't get drafted, but he apparently he had been suspended and injured and, you know, hasn't wrestled since last year. But of course, all that stuff came out of, you know, the, the comments and, uh, you know, the stuff that he did in his past that surfaced on the internet and some other stuff. I was really surprised that he's still there.
2: Yeah. He uh, seems like he would have been an obvious choice to cut and just move on from, but um, um yeah, that's not the way um, WWE does business. So. I mean, they obviously must
0: see something in him. Like, I get it. He's a big guy, but I just, I mean, he doesn't talk. Mm-mm. And in NXT, he just pretty much just ran through everybody, but I don't think he ever won the NXT title.
2: Did he? Nope. He did not, he was in, I want to say he was in that, um, the takeover that I went to, he was in the ladder match for the North American title, the one that, um, Adam Cole won.
0: But yeah, so they, they obviously must see something in Lars that, that we don't see. Um, I had, if I have a feeling because he didn't get drafted, I probably would say that he goes on to Raw and they try to make him be the one eventually to take it from drew if I had the pencil. That's what I'm thinking they're going to try to do.
2: Well, that would piss a lot of people off, so I hope they don't do that.
0: Yeah. Um, And then, of course, you got other people that are undrafted, Elias, Shorty G, Mickey James, who actually tweeted about being undrafted, Um, Mm -hmm. but she's out with a broken nose for a few weeks, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and just to to confirm, it was... um, Adam Cole, EC3, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet, and Team Dream. Jesus, man, Which was, that was probably the match of the night, um, if I'm being honest. So, anyways, um, yeah, I, I just, I think, I think a lot of people just, they just have a bad opinion about Lars, and if they, um, if they put him over. Drew McIntyre, who's just having this incredible comeback story. I just, I don't
0: know. It's kind of like... I, I don't
2: think they're that dumb.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's it's kind of like Velveteen Dream. Like, there's no way... Like, you look at the past couple matches he's been in at TakeOver, he's lost them. Like, they're not about to put the title on Velveteen Dream after everything that's happened. Just like no. Matt Riddle's kind of been, you know, n- not been a very big focal point on SmackDown. Mm-mm. Um, especially with more of the news coming out of more lawsuits happening, which we're not going to get into that because you can Google it. Um, but, you know, there are, the draft is happening on Monday Night Raw, so you've got, there's 21 men still available. Sami Zayn, Andrade, Aleister Black, Daniel Bryan, Corbin, Apollo Crews. I'm really surprised that they threw Dabo Cato in there. From Raw Underground. That's the only highlight of Raw Underground. Um, You got Eric, Jeff Hardy, Keith Lee, which I'm surprised he didn't get drafted the first night. Um, Randy Orton as well. Uh, Braun Strowman, which Braun didn't get drafted. Very shocker, but they already announced that, oh, Braun Strowman's wrestling Roman Reigns for the title for the season premiere of SmackDown (laughs) on Friday night. So I'm like, so is he on SmackDown now or?
2: Yeah. I mean, unless they... Are still doing that wild card crap, which I haven't heard in a long time. So Mm-mm. hopefully they're not anymore. But uh, yeah, I mean, like Bray Wyatt didn't get announced. Um, and he was what,
0: number one or number two last year?
2: Yeah. Um, Kevin Owens, you know, um, with the ladies, I mean, I mean, Bailey, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, Nikki Cross, Lacey Evans, Charlotte, Billy Kay, Elena, Natalia, Peyton Royce, Tamina, and Zelina. So I mean, that's like, I mean that's like the bulk of the yeah. division, you know. So mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of stuff happening on Raw um, this week. Again, I won't be watching it, but um, you know, um, I think I think a lot of people are surprised. Uh, Retribution, like nothing was mentioned about them at all, you know, and. Um, Mercedes Martinez is already out of the group. I guess she's already back on oh, the NXT, yeah. so that's kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. I am excited that uh, Ali's kind of the leader now. Um, you know, he's been posting for months now about he's, you know, he's on main event this week and he's putting on the match of the week and, you know, just give me a shot and blah 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 and all this stuff. And then boom, he's I guess the hacker slash retribution leader. So, um, you know anything that gets eyes on him is a win in my book so
0: exactly and you know now this is the time to finally cuz they pretty much gave up on the hacker thing they never told anybody that who the hacker was but i think now is the time that you could tie in the hacker and ali let him cut a promo and be like you know, for months I was doing this and hacking things and getting things together, and I was picking and choosing who I wanted. I wish they didn't change their name to like Slapnuts and T Jack <laughs> and whatever, but yeah. you know, I know
1: that's what kills it for me
0: because like can't take it seriously. What is Mia Yim's name? Didn't they give her like Shatter or something? Um, <laughs> yeah. they, they
2: were they were going to give her something. It was kind of almost had a sexual innu- innuendo to it, like Shatter or uh, pelvic thrust or whatever it was. I don't know. Um, so like, it's almost like they found a, a, a book from 1994 and it's like, you know, mm. the 1994 official street names or something, you know? And they're like, yeah yo, what's up T dot? Like, I, I don't know.
1: Like it just, <laughs>
2: it just sounds so like, nut- it just is so stupid. And like, you know we've had this invasion angle for decades now, and and when Battle and I talked to Dan Severin, we actually were looking up. They had an NWA invasion angle in like 1997, so like three years before they bought WCW and had the like the big invasion angle that everybody knows about. I mean, they they did that already like three years before that with the NWA, and um, you know we've had variations of this for literally decades now, and. You know, just the whole, they're, you know, destroying Transformers and, t- you know, throwing the power out everywhere, doing all this crap, and then they're like, okay, well, here's some contracts. Like, why would you do that? That it makes no sense, you know? So, like, I just think whoever's running this story is just, they don't know what they're doing. And, um, you know, I'm excited for the people in the group, but I'm not excited for the story they have, because... This just strikes me as like this is going to be done by WrestleMania. This is going to be a six month thing. They'll probably be featured at the Survivor Series. They'll probably do the Royal Rumble individually, and then by you know by WrestleMania and April, we won't even be talking about this group anymore. So
0: I don't even know if they. That's even even my make prediction. It, <laughs> I don't even know if they'd make it past Survivor Series. I think that they would just be like. They would dismember after that if they lose, kind of like how NXT or Nexus did, you know.
2: I can just, I mean, after Survivor Series, they have like six to eight weeks of nothing going on really until um, Royal Rumble, so I can kind of see them stretching it out to the Royal Rumble. I mean, they need bodies in that match, so I can see them all getting called in individually. But then after that, I just, I don't know how much they're gonna put into it. So, I mean, I'm art. I don't know about you two, but as, as a, you know. Active wrestling fans, we actively do a podcast, we're actively involved somewhat. I'm already over it. And I don't even know if they've had an official well, maybe like two official matches. You know what I mean? Like I'm already done Mm -hmm. with it. I don't even care at this point. The only thing exciting to me was that Ali's the leader now. So
0: Yeah. Um so it's it, it should be interesting with the retribution thing. Um, some other people that were not drafted. Of course, we talked about the Street Profits earlier. They're the champions. Probably will. Here's what I'm thinking. So Cesaro and Nakamura were not drafted. They lost the titles. I wouldn't be surprised because they've been good together. Like I, I at first I was like, oh, this is so stupid. Cesaro and Nakamura. They're like, we don't have anything to do. Let's throw you guys in a tag team. They've actually gelled really good. So I can see them being the Raw tag or yeah, the Raw tag team champions beating the street profits and then them going over to SmackDown. But I mean, I could be wrong. Um, Cesaro
2: is the only exception to that rule. I think he's the only one that gets thrown into these random tag teams that makes it work like him and Tyson Kidd, and him and Cesaro and him and Shinsuke. Now, like if they do a random thing with the, like him, I'll be on board with it mainly because he's incredible. But, um, Every every other scenario, I'm just not a fan. of. like Nia Jax and Shayna; they're gonna break up any day now and fight again. And it's just it's so predictable, you know.
0: And maybe they get the bar back together because you know Sheamus hasn't been drafted yet, so maybe Cesaro. Can I do and- my impression,
2: Lena? Yes, please. What oh, did, what? what? was it? <laughs> what did they? I already forgot what they said. We. Oh my god. What is it? We don't raise the bar. We are the bar. Is that what it was? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yes. Yeah.
1: raise
2: <laughs> That's what they sound please like. Tell, please
1: tell me you did that for Shamus.
2: No. Um, oh. After he told me to quit drinking energy drinks, oh. I was just like, "All right, yeah, yes, sir." He well,
1: gonna... told us to yes, energy drink. I think of that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna like do this really <laughs> terrible pirate impression to <laughs> this guy's face."
1: You're lost, yeah. Oh, But, but yeah, that was so bad,
0: so some, some other people that are on the list that uh, people have kind of noted, of course, Becky Lynch. She's out being uh, with, with pregnancy leave, uh, maternity leave. I don't know why I said pregnancy leave. Um, Jimmy Uso, who is uh, out, injured, but he showed up at the uh, the pay-per-view. So I, I think that he'll end up going to SmackDown. I, I don't think they would split them the Usos up, especially if they're going to do this, you know, Chief of, you know, the island or whatever with Roman Reigns kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Sonya Deville, which, you know, she took off time. Uh, of course, the storyline, she's no longer under WWE contract. But, you know, when all that happened and, you know, it made perfect sense for her to come off after dealing with the guy that pretty much tried to kidnap her. Okay. Um, you've yep. got Edge and Jinder Mahal, Samoa Joe, Mojo Riley. Um, Bo Dallas, which we talked about, which I mean, it's still crazy. October thirty first, twenty nineteen, it was his last match, and then on We're the list,
2: sons, everyone has forgotten about. Yeah,
0: I the I, I completely want to skip over them on this list just because of everything.
2: Um, and then part timers, <laughs> well, two, two out of three ain't bad. You know, two, maybe they can just cut the fat and you know.
1: Yeah, there you go. Poor, poor. Uh, <laughs> what was
0: the other guy? Because it was Buddy Blake. Murphy's prod, uh, his partner, Blake. Yes, Blake is phenomenal. I don't know yeah, why. Blake
2: he- and Murphy were killer tag teams, man. They like they were when I first got back into it, I think they were still the NXT champs and they had Alexa as their manager cuz she and- she came out in the Freddy Krueger thing. Yes. I was like, whoa, that's freaking awesome. So, um yeah, they were a good tag team. Um I think they both can do well singles. Obviously, Murphy's been incredible. Um but yeah, he just unfortunately got into a bad faction with the one
0: of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and then of course part timers, you got Big Show John Cena, Goldberg, Ronda Rousey and the Undertaker. So no oh, that's it's-
2: funny. I didn't I didn't see John Cena.
0: Yeah. Ha 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 ha. ha. Hold on. Where's it at? Where's it at? Is Dad uh James? let's let's get this up. <laughs> there,
2: it there it is. I had to make
0: sure I didn't hit the wrong button again. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so so that kinda is night one of the draft, of course. Night two is uh you Know Monday nights, which is tonight, if you're listening to this, because we release a show on Monday. So, night two of the draft happens tonight. I'm surprised there's probably going to be some surprises that happen. Um, I mean,
2: Sami Zayn's probably going to stay on SmackDown because Bobby Lashley is going to be on Raw, so they don't have the U.S. and Intercontinental in the same thing. So, like, we know that's probably happening. Um, You know, um, I think they officially did say that NXT is not involved in the draft. So we're not going to see any uh, NXT people coming up. But yeah, I mean, I I think most of this will be sorted by Monday and then you'll have, you know, kind of the repeat of the Heath Slater, you know, uh, give me, I don't have a contract. Let me earn my way on the show or, you know, all that kind of crap. So, um, so I don't know. I mean. I don't really care about these drafts, you know. Like, I'm okay. Like, if 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 it's like Seth Rollins just showed up on SmackDown one night and was just like, "Hey, I'm on SmackDown now." Okay, that's fine with me. Like, you don't have to do this whole production and this whole, you know, let's bring in Troy Aikman, let's bring in the robot. You know, like I know they're not doing it this year, but anyways, last year, like I don't really care, you know. Like, just 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 put them where they're gonna go, you know. Like,
1: yeah, and like, everybody's always hopping around anyways, you yeah. know? So, like, when, you know, Charlotte was going all across all the brands, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I agree with that.
2: So, I mean, it's, you know, whatever. That, yeah, I,
0: I, I going to what you were talking about, the Heath Slater thing, who is that person you think would be the one that runs around and does the free agency? I'm thinking our truth is going to be that person.
2: Um, I, I can see it being Mickey, to be honest. Um, I, I think, um, they've kind of made a big deal about her lately and she, you know, she fought, Oscar uh, Asuka, even though that was kind of a crappy match, uh, or the ending was, I should say. Um, and then they had the big thing with her and Trish and then they had the thing on the network, the best of Mickey James. Like they're kind of putting a lot of like attention on her right now. They're not really pushing her, but they are giving her attention. So I could kind of see her. You know, kind of doing the whole, like, you know, I know I've been here 15 years, but I'm not done and blah, 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 all that. Um, either that or Chad Gable. Um, I could see Shorty G. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> that name disappears. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, whatever. It's, uh, you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll kind of see how it goes and uh, figure out all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that that kind of concludes this episode. And, uh, you know, want to make sure that you're following us. We're on Instagram, Battleground Podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter, Battleground IHR. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel. You can go check out some of the past interviews. And I just uh, want to
2: interject real quick. Um, we don't have to talk very long because it's almost lunchtime, so I'm going to have to... Go eat something. But um this week's uh dynamite is the one-year anniversary show, yes. and all the titles will be defended. Uh Cody versus Orange Cassidy for the TNT title, um, FTR versus Best Friends for the AEW world tag team titles, um Sheeta versus Big Swole should be a good match for the AEW women's title, and Moxley versus Lance Archer with the one and only Jake the Snake Roberts for the AEW world title. Um, somebody called out Taz on (laughs) Twitter because, (laughs) um, he, he, he replied to the post, like, well, almost all the titles. (laughs) And one of the guys says, somebody replied, like, no one's acknowledging your toy belt.
0: (laughs) I mean, we talked about this the other day. It's, it's, it's pointless.
2: Yeah. (sighs) I just, I don't know. Like, are they going to bring in like all belts that are up for, you know, like the, I don't know, the new beat the freaking, being
0: the elite belt that they just unveiled? Yeah,
2: or like the, you know, going to like the, you know, what was Cornette's? Uh, Smoky, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, the S- SMW World. Ty- like, I mean, are they just going to start <laughs> pulling up these random belts and putting them yeah. on? You know, like, I don't know. It sounds like to me, Brian Cage is disinterested in it, like he doesn't really care. You know, I think he showed up and they're like, hey, here's your belt. like mm, He's like, right, like I left strange. Impact this? for this shit. Yeah, so... um you know, anyways, that should be a really good show. Um we've had several of these people. Let's say we've talked to Cody, we talked to FDR, we talked to Lance, uh Battle talked to Moxley when he was still Dean Ambrose. So we've talked to a lot of these guys um on the show, so we're hoping it's a good show. And then um after that, I think we'll be talking a lot about impact because they're bound for glory. Pay per views coming up after that, and they're pulling out all the stops for for this one. So, which we'll speaking
0: of bound for glory, uh, we've teamed up with Fight TV again, and we're giving away a code that you can watch Bound for Glory this weekend. Boom. Is it this Wait, weekend? Uh, yeah,
2: I think it's next weekend. Next I weekend. So.
0: So uh, you yeah. can follow, we'll, we'll announce that contest and you can win uh, a code to watch Bound for Glory. And speaking of contests, once again, congrats to Gabriel who goes by the Instagram handle Hot Pants Midnight on winning our contest for the Daniel Bryan and Becky Lynch autographed memorabilia. And uh, I think that's it. Is there anything else anybody wants to say? Any any recommendations that people should watch before uh, you know, the end of the week?
2: Hubie doobie. Um, yeah, I think, well, are we talking about wrestling or are we just talking about anything? Eh,
0: anything. This is kind of the end of the show where we just kind of <laughs> say whatever we want now.
2: Um, if you go back, uh, on fight this weekend, um, the collective was held in, um, Indy and, um, tons of surprises. Uh, Marco Stunt showed up, uh, orange Cassie showed up. Um, you had, you know,
0: Santana and Ortiz showed up.
2: Yeah, um, wow. I was trying, I was, I was thinking, I was like, i are not called LAX anymore, sure. yeah, anyways, um, um, you had, um, I know,
0: I think I saw something on Twitter that like Wardlow showed up and it like everybody erupted in the arena.
2: Yeah, yeah, because he was, I think cool. that's from where he's from, um, and then you had, um, what was it? Blake Christian, who we've had on the show. Um, and, uh, Alex, is it Alex Zane? I think it says yep. Alex Zane. and they fought the North from impact. Um, you know, you had, um, Blake Christian also fought uh, Chris Dickinson, which is a mismatch it seems, but it, you know, stole the show or one of the, one of the ones that stole the show, uh, Joey Janela and Ricky Morton, um,
0: two cold Scorpio hitting that moonsault leg drop.
2: Would yeah, off oh, yeah, that freaking re- week. Oh my gosh. Um, let's see. ACH was there, Lee Moriarty was there. Um, you had um, the Walmart Anhausen, guys, um, Effie, you had um, Sunny Kiss was there. Um, I don't know if Nala Rose was there, I don't think so. I don't think, um,
0: I that's the one thing I I, I interjecting for a second, that's the one thing I love about Impact and AEW is they're letting their superstar still kind of do these one-off things because they know that's where they came from. Whereas, you know, WWE, Mm -hmm. they're not going to let Roman go wrestle at Florida championship wrestling for like Mm -hmm. an appearance.
2: Yeah, I think, um, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. He mentioned that and he he actually thanked Tony Khan for that. Um, cause I, I mean, honestly, I I could see GCW doing a, um, almost like a world's collide, like a super card, Mm -hmm. you know, um, kind of like they, they had something like that in about 88, um, and it was like the AWA, the CWA, which was Memphis, and then the WCCW, which was uh, world-class in Texas, like the Von Erics and they all teamed up to do the super card um, to kind of go against Vince and WrestleMania, and um, I think that's the match that uh, Jerry Lawler beat Kerry Von Erich and unified the belts, and he was like the unified world champion and um, it didn't it didn't beat Vince obviously (laughs) they they, um, all those organizations folded. I think Vince owns all of them now as a matter of fact but anyways um, I mean you know if you if you have access to impact talents and AEW talent and even some New Japan talent that can come and go um, you know GCW people independent stuff I mean they could legitimately have like a a super card that's everyone that's not WWE, you know, and um, I think this weekend's kind of an indication of that. Even with the social distancing and not as many people in the rings and blah blah blah, I mean, it's it's still just it was an incredible event. So um,
1: yeah, it looks like they took good precautions too, wiping yeah. down the ropes and stuff. That's uh, awesome. Yeah,
2: so they're one of the few. Uh, oh, also going to say, um, former guest AJ Gray is the new um, sup uh, heavyweight champion. Um, he defeated uh, AC Ace Mac, who had held the belt for a long time, actually, and um, uh, so they they had a good show up there as well. So, yeah.
1: shout out to Alexis, who is uh, kind of like his manager out oh, there. Uh, out is
2: the it li- little little? yeah yeah there yes. we go yeah yeah um that was yeah someone posted about that she had made a comment about she was going to be aj gray's manager in 2020 mm-hmm. and lo and behold she is his manager in 2020 so yep i love it you manifest, manifest. it and that's the way to do it so. <laughs> um but yeah he uh aj was kind of behind the uh, for the culture um show um which was predominantly african-american uh performers and obviously just incredible talent just top to bottom so um um yeah, really good weekend for indie stuff. And we say that loosely because a lot of big names were on that. Kylie Ray was on it. Um I think Motor City Machine Guns or at least um Alex Shelley, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean if you get a chance, I, I would go back and watch the replay of those shows. Uh Warhorse was there. Um, just I mean, tons and tons of people were there. Um, so that's the wrestling thing I would recommend. Um, if you have anything,
1: Lena. I mean, like I said last week, I think i am still being spooky over here. Y'all know me. <laughs> so yeah, spooky to watch. Uh, Eli and I were talking about, uh, vampires versus the Bronx on Netflix It's yeah. a lot of fun. That is in my yep.
2: queue to watch. Yeah. Um, it looks good. I'm doing um, Bly Manor right now and, you know, not quite as good as the first season, which most shows are not, but still it's very atmospheric and yeah. spooky, you know, um, but I'm also we're going through the, the whole Halloween collection. So uh, we only have we're only into the first one. So we've <laughs> we got a lot of ways to go.
1: Well, tis the season. Tis it the is,
0: season. and of course, you know, once we get closer to the Halloween time, we'll do a, a special Halloween episode, um, like we did last year. Where we talked about Halloween Havoc. So, well,
2: yeah, since Halloween Havoc's coming back,
0: it's super excited about that. Um, but yeah, so that that's kind of wrapping up the show. I know we've kind of been talking for close to about an hour or so now, and uh, you know. Follow us. We're on Instagram. It's Battleground Podcast. Uh, Twitter, Battleground IHR. We're on Facebook. Just find Battleground Podcast. Of course, YouTube. And uh, make sure you follow everybody on the show. Go ahead and throw out your social handles, everybody. Yes,
1: yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Lena Del Beer. Also on Twitter at Lena Del Beer. But for this month, I've changed my screen name to Lena Del Fear. <laughs> so if, uh, if you get confused. <laughs>
2: Lana Del Sear could work too, like Sear of the Stakes.
0: <laughs> We're just going to throw out random names, so Lana will just change her Twitter handle oh, yeah. throughout yeah. the year. Right. Every I month guess. is going to be something different.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah I like it. <laughs> um,
2: I actually don't remember my handles. Um, I was talking to Lena before we got on the show. I'm on day 40 of no social media. Ooh, and ooh. when I say that, I mean my personal, as I'm still helping with the podcast stuff. So, yeah. Um, I think I changed my stuff to non-existent Eli uh, on Twitter and Instagram, but I, I'm not gonna log in to verify that. So uh, I think that's what it is, but- uh, I,
1: think you're, I think you're right, yes. Yeah,
2: um, so if you've tagged me or commented or something, I think Battle tagged me in all the shows. I don't know, I haven't seen any of them, so I don't know. Anyways. Oh, and I've
1: got I've got one more thing. Happy birthday, Rhea Ripley. Yay! Happy birthday, yay! Oh,
2: it, it's so wild when like i mean you know she's 24 uh i mean they've got so many talented people they're just so young it's just yeah. like where are they going to be in five years you know exactly just, oh geez man
0: well that wraps hey. up the show um so next week we'll kind of break down everything that happened from the one-year anniversary of AEW. if anything happens wouldn't night to the draft and anything else in between. We may have a special guest. I'm I'm still kind of waiting to hear back on that. And um, yeah, that's the end of the show.
2: Adios. Bye.
1: See ya. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Battleground Podcast. Make sure you give it five stars and a nice review. To stay up to date with the show, follow them at Battleground Podcast on Instagram.